0: What's up, everybody? This is Sam Minton for Beantown Sports. On today's show, we're going to talk about the Bruins and Celtics past week and get into the playoff picture for both of those teams, and also talk about Red Sox spring training. This is Beantown Sports. What's up everybody, welcome to another edition of the Beantown Sports Podcast, I'm your host Sam Minton, let's get right into the action, and first we want to start off with the Bruins. So in the first game for the Bruins, they lose to the Capitals 2-0, Brandon Holpe had a great game for the Caps, having a, a shutout, saving 32 shots, his 8th shutout of the season, and John Carlson had a goal, his 11th of the season, and the Capitals take a 2 point lead over the Bruins for the wildcard spot. It was just a game that the Bruins they just, they just couldn't score, and Brandon Holby had a hell of a game for the Caps. And these are games that the Bruins are in at least half, you know. Get into overtime or win, because these are this is the time when you need to get as many points as possible to get into the playoffs. And Tuka Rask had 36 saves on 38 shots as well for the Bruins. Then for the next game for the Bruins, they went 2-1 to one in a shootout. Louis Erickson had a goal his 18th of the season. And Anders Lindback had a great game in the losing effort. He had 44 saves and 45 shots. And the Bruins now lead Ottawa by 4 points in the second wild card spot. And we'll get more into the playoff spot for the Bruins in a little bit. But Torrey Crude scored the game when he cheered out goal. And it was just a good game. Good hard-fought hard fought game for the Bruins, you know. It seemed like this game might have ended earlier. Um, David Pasnak had a chance. He de- de- deeped out Lindback, but he wasn't able to score. But it was good that the Bruins were able to get the win in the shootout and gain those points. So the next game, the Bruins, they versus the Senators in a key game for them because the Senators are one of the teams fighting for a playoff spot with the Bruins as well as the Panthers. And then you have the Caps as well in the bottom. And the Senators beat the Bruins 6-4. Kyle Terris had two goals and one assist, and those goals added his season total to 19. And Bobby Ryan also scored his 18th goal of the season. Then also a great story here, Andrew Hammond, who was twelve zero and one undefeated in his career. You know, this kid just comes up and starts playing for Ottawa. You know, he has a crazy mask with the hambl with the hamburger on the side of it. It's just been a great story, and he's been playing great. And uh, the fans in Ottawa love them. They're throwing cheeseburgers and hamburgers down on the ice, so they're loving him down there, and they're hoping that he'll be able to lead him to a playoff spot. And Ryan Spooner scored two goals. And added his season tally to five goals. And, you know, the Bruins, they definitely had the scoring ability, but they just weren't able to play good defense and weren't able to stop that Ottawa offense. And as Ottawa outscored them, Ottawa just had the better offensive day. And for the next game, the Panthers beat the Bruins 2-1 to in a shootout. Patrice Bergeron had a goal his 20th of the season. Patrice Bergeron's been a guy for the Bruins, who's just always been there season, been very reliable. Over his whole career for the Bruins, he's been very r- reliable. And he's he's been great in offense. I believe he's leading the team in goals. And he's really just sparking that line. Again, he has a great line with bergeron and You know, Smith's been playing down. They've been swapping that. David Krejci may be returning tonight, so he may play over that first line, but we'll get into that later. But Bergeron's definitely had a great season so far. And Rask had 24 saves and 25 shots. And Brandon Peary had the game-winning goal in the shootout, and also a tough loss for the Bruins. Dougie Hamilton is injured. He looked like he inj- injured his shoulders, um, getting checked. Getting checked, he got. T- there were two specific hits that was like really shook him up. There was one. He just been banging against the boards, and it just looked like his shoulder was not good. It's just a tough loss, you know. The Bruins have had to deal with a lot of injuries this year, and to have another one near the playoffs is just terrible. But he's definitely a guy that's going to be hard to replace. So it's going to be really tough for the Bruins to recover from that. On an emergency basis, they recall, recalled Zach Trotman to try and help out with that. But it, you definitely have a big loss with Dougie Hamilton. In the next game, the Lightning beat the Bruins 5-3. JT Brown had a goal and assist, his third goal of the season. And again, Patrice Bergeron, Mr. Reliable. He got, had a goal his 21st of the season. Rask, it was not a good game for Rask. It looked like he couldn't save anything. But Rask, he was pulled from the game. And, you know, usually we're used to hearing, up oh, Svedberg getting pulled. We were used to hearing that. Or when Malcolm Subban was up, Subban got pulled. And it seemed like Tuka Rask couldn't catch a break. But tonight, he couldn't catch a break, but he was in the net this time. And tonight, they're Anaheim, which is a key game. Looks like David Krejci's returning. We don't know if they're going to separate Ryan Spooner. But I definitely think they should bring him up to the first line. Because that Spooner-Pasternak... And Lucic line is a great line that has great chemistry so far. It's a great scoring line, but the Bruins are one point out of the last wild card spot. They're gonna have to step up their play. They have games against Florida, you know, and Ottawa coming at the end of the season. So definitely gonna have to win a good amount of those games to hold on to the wild card spot and get into the playoffs. And if they get into the playoffs, it's definitely probably gonna be a tougher road for the Bruins if they have to Canadians, you know. It seems like the Lightning. If we versus the Lightning, that'd be a good thing. But since that last game, it's not. It doesn't look like the Bruins have a guaranteed victory in that series because they lose five to three. So, and they also have the New York Rangers. Henrik Lundqvist is playing great. There is a lot of great teams. So it's definitely if the Bruins do make the playoff, be a hard fought victories for them. You know, I am gonna give my prediction. I think that the Bruins will either make it to the conf- conference championship or the Stanley Cup. But I don't know. I don't. I think even if they get to the Stanley Cup, I don't know if they can pull this one out with all the setbacks they've had to deal with and just their play. They've really missed a good locker room guy, a guy that will just um, pump up the team in a second. Sean Ford, and again, you would never think that we'd be saying right now we miss Sean Forden, but we needed a guy like Sean and We have Max Talbot, a good locker room guy, but there's nothing that's going to replace those 22. Sean Forden was definitely a player who could just hop on ice, just get in there, check people, you know, make big hits, you know, get in the fights. But the Bruins are definitely missing that. And also, Brett Connolly skated for the first time today since injuring his hand. If the Bruins could get him out there and see how he is, see if it was worth that trade that we made, it would be good. But again, the Bruins playoffs, even if they make the playoffs, it's going to be a tough time for the Bruins. But next, we're going to talk about the Celtics and their recent games. So the Celtics have been playing pretty good lately, and they're making that playoff push. But in the first game, they've continued their great play. They beat the Sixers, won away to eighty-nine. Tyler Zeller had twenty-six points, two assists, and five rebounds. Again, a guy, again, a guy that can come off the bench, you know, also start for the team. Great rebounder, you know, great post player. He's playing great for the Celtics this season. And also Avery Bradley, twenty points, six assists, and ten rebounds. They've been needing him to step up ever since Isaiah Thomas got hurt. And he's been doing just that. And again, you know, people are worried once the left what we're going to do. But I think we definitely, with Bradley Smart and Isaiah Thomas, definitely have a great um, backcourt for the future. Also, a local guy New Orleans, Noel, had 18.7 rebounds. You know, he was a good rookie guy, you know. He missed most of his first season with a knee injury. But it's good to see him back there on the court, you know. It would be great if us maybe the Southers bring him over here. Because the Celtics definitely need a nice, big, young guy that can start. And maybe Neurons Noel well can grow into that role. And the next game for the Celtics, it was a, it was a barnstorm. It was a great, high-scoring game. The Thunder beat the Celtics 122-118. to Marcus Smart had a great game, one of his best. 25 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. You know, I love Marcus Smart. I think he's definitely going to be the starter of the future. He's a great guy, tough guy, you know. If he can get over the attitude problems, you know. He gave, uh... Map on cup check and that ended up in him being suspend, I believe, suspended and fined. But that's just something you can't do. And but he's just going kind of smarten up. And once he's got all that the um, off the court problems that with with his whole attitude and stuff, he'll definitely be able. He's a great player on the court, and the Celtics will definitely hopefully keep him for a, lo- a good amount of time, a long time, because he's a great point guard. And Kelly Olynyk had twenty points, three rebounds, and two assists. And Russell Westbrook, 36 points, 5 rebounds, 10 assists. This guy's my pick for the MVP. He's had a great season so far. He had that stretch of triple-doubles. He's just playing great. People may forget this. He's doing this all without Durant and a lot of those guys. I believe Serge is out as well. And he's keeping them in the playoffs. I believe they're holding on to the 8th spot or 7th spot in the playoffs. If the Thunder get to the playoffs with just Russell Westbrook, He's just proven that he's a great point guard. You know, he may have been looked at as, "Oh, you're only good because you have," um, "you're only good because you have Kevin Durant with you," but he's showing that he is a great player. And I again, I think he's MVP. Even Kevin Love, teammate of LeBron James, is yeah, I think a Russell Russell Westbrook's MVP. He's so he's gotten respect from a lot of the league. He's just he's just having a great season again. That triple double stretch. You know, he's a really athletic guy. And he can really just boost the team with a big dunk. But Russell Westbrook, my MVP pick of the season. In the next game for the Celtics, they lose a big one. Spurs beat them 101 to 89. Kawhi Leonard, 22.7 rebounds, 2 assists. Kawhi Leonard, great shooter. You know, with the main core of the Spurs being old, he's a young guy. that really boosts the energy of the team. He's a great shooter. And also, Evan Turner had 17 points, 1 rebound, and 4 assists. And, you know, Evan Turner's been playing pretty well since the Celtics acquired him. You know, he wasn't looked at as a great guy for the 76ers and his other teams that he was with, but he seems like he found the home with the Celtics. And the next game for the Celtics, they lose 105-97 overtime to the Pistons. Contavious Cobble-Pope had 27 points, 8 rebounds and assists. And again, Evan Turner had 23 points, 6 rebounds and 8 assists. He's, have, he's been having a really good stretch of game so far. And the next game, the Celtics beat the Nets one ten to ninety one. Evan Turner gets a triple. Bu- Evan Turner gets a triple double. Nineteen points, ten rebounds, and twelve assists. You know he's a great shooter. You know, and he's showing that he can rebound. He can get in the paint. He can pass the ball. He's just showing what he's made of. And again, Avery Bradley, twenty points, seven rebounds, and an assist. And then Tyler Zeller had eighteen points, seven rebounds, and three assists. And Brooke Lopez, great game for Nets coming off the bench, had thirty one points and four rebounds. And he, he's had a great game for the Nets. And then the Celtics faced the Heat last night, and they lose ninety three to eighty six. Not a great offensive game for the Celtics. Highest point scorer was Jay Crowder with sixteen point seven rebounds. Jay Crowder's a good guy that can come off the bench. He's really versatile. In what position he could play, but you can't have sixteen points be your leading score. You're not going to win if you only you got you got to have a good amount of scoring. And then Goran Dragic had twenty two points, five rebounds, seven assists. He was a great acquisition by the Heat, you know. They definitely need a point guard. They didn't have Norris Cole. I believe they traded Norris Cole, and he wasn't doing that well. But, Goran Gerard just has definitely stepped up, and, you know, if he gets to play with Bosch and Wade, they can definitely um, make trouble for some teams over in the Eastern Conference. And Isaiah Thomas, first game back from injury, four points, you know. He just didn't look good, you know. We were used to seeing him get 20, 30 points. He's been playing great so far, but... I think you got to wait for him to get back to his form. You know, he's coming off injury, so let's give him a little chance to get back. But I definitely think he'll be back to form. You know, 20, 30 points, dishing out those assists. But it was just a tough night for the Celtics, and it just seemed like Miami had control all the game. They were beating the Celtics by, like, 20 points at one point. But Celtics, it was good for them. They made a comeback, but they still couldn't pull the victory. But the Celtics, they're looking like they could possibly make the playoffs right now. Where you have the Bruins, who are outside looking in, the you should, for the Eastern Conference. The Celtics are, right now are in. They're in the eighth seed, and they have the tiebreaker over Indiana, and they're only two games behind Miami. So if the Celtics can make the playoffs, that'd be, that would be It would be insane. I couldn't, you know, start of the season, no one imagined the Celtics making the playoffs. Be fought. we might have a better season last year, or we're just going to tank and hope for a good draft pick. But, you know... It would just be great experience for the Celtics to get back to the playoffs, especially for the young players to get in that playoff atmosphere and see what it's made of to build on for next year's next seasons to uh, hopefully make a, a good playoff run, maybe conference championship, and maybe down the line, hopefully get back to the championship like we were with Rondo, Garnett, and Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. But it would definitely be great for the Celtics to make the playoffs. You know, Danny Ainge said on 98.5 The Sports Hub that wouldn't be a, a disappointment if the Celtics do miss the playoffs I gotta agree with him. if they do miss playoffs they're gonna have a draft pick but if they do make the playoffs they're gonna get all that experience so it's really a win-win for the Celtics, you know you'd obviously like to make it but I don't think anybody really has them win the championship and next we're gonna talk about Red Sox and their recent spring training news so there hasn't been much news coming out of the Red Sox spring training, you know they recently signed UOM Mankata officially and it'll be great to see what how good he is, but also Jackie Bradley Jr. has been having a pretty great spring training. He's he is thirteenth for thirty four with a four sixty two OBP and a three eighty two average. You know, with the whole competition with the outfield, you know it's it's really Mookie Betts. was like he's been playing great so far. You know, had inside the park on run versus the Phillies, and he's playing having a great great um batting, great defense. So I think Mookie Betts will be in center. And you obviously got to start Hanley Ramirez in left field, you know. handling great hitter. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see what he can do in left field. But I think he'll definitely adjust to the new move. And Koji Uehara might miss opening day, you know. You know, Red Sox closer. Big, great. He's been playing great so far for the Red Sox. Koji Uehara might miss opening day, you know. He's a big guy for the Sox. Definitely going to need it. Definitely, hopefully going to have him back for opening day. But I believe the... Red Sox will be able to get on if he's not there for opening, get on without him if he isn't there for opening day. But, you know, that right field spot for outfield, and, you know, the rest of the spots on the bench are really up for grabs. You don't know if it's going to be Nava, Rushney Castillo, who they who they signed with a $70 million contract. You'd hate, really, to see him go down to the minors. You got Alan Craig. You know, he had a really bad season last year, but he seemed like he's been doing, he's having a great swing training so far You know, he's been playing great, we believe, 1-3 today so far. And Shane Victorino coming off injury. John Fale said if he was healthy and and ready that he had that right field spot. But I don't know if he's going to have it because he just doesn't look right. I think the Red Sox are going to have a pretty good season so far. You know, Yankees, they're going to be weak. Orioles, I think Orioles, Rays... Will be more run of the mill. Definitely teams that could contend, you know. But I don't know about the Rays though, because they lost David Price. You know, it's a big loss. But also the Blue Jays. You have to see if they'll. It just seems like wherever Jose Reyes goes, a bunch of people get injured. If they can stay healthy, they could definitely prove to be a good team to go up against the Sox. But you know, I think the Sox can definitely pull off the win this division. You know, Big poppy, Pablo Sandoval. You got those big bats. You got Henry Ramirez. Yeah, Mookie Betts and and center. You know, we don't know where Yoan and Cotter's going to start, and if he's going to even come up to the majors this year. But it'd be interesting to see how his story plays out. And also, you got the catcher situation. But I definitely think the Red Sox are going to have a pretty good season. And definitely need a team to watch out for. And, You know, they could pull off a they could pull off a run for the um, World Series championship. You know, it's going to be really key that they have good pitching. You know, Joe Kelly, Rick Porcillo. Um, Clay Buckholz. They're gonna need those guys to perform, and they're gonna have to have someone come out, come out of spring training as their ace and a guy they can definitely rely on. Hopefully, Ujarr will be a guy they can rely on. He's coming back from injury and surgery in the off season, so they need to have him back. But I definitely think the Red Sox can have a really good season this year. And also, a surprise for you guys. We're gonna talk about the Patriots for a little bit. You know, coming off the meetings with the owners. There's been some recent rule changes Or new rules Most of them seem to kind of be aimed at the Patriots But um You have a new rule saying that Receivers can't be ineligible You know going back to the Ravens game When Bill Butchak was so smart And he had receivers be ineligible So no one th- would think Oh well you, what are you going to do And But then you have tight ends become Tight ends just go right down But you know, you know It seems like the Patriots are like the bad boys of the NFL now. And also that there's something you could call the Edelman rule because they want to have a spotter on the field, impartial spotter, you know, from the NFL to look to see if anybody has concussions. And this is, you could say, looking at how Edelman looked like he could have possibly been concussed during the Super Bowl, but continued to play. But it definitely seems like the Patriots are like the bad boys of the NFL now. It seems like it's, everybody's sick and tired of winning, but... Nobody can stop Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, and also um, the Patri- Patriots players are having, you know, fun the offseason. Tom Brady's on the beach with his kids. Malcolm Butler signed with a local company, Sullys. Their first ever player to sign an endorsement deal with them. to Endorse their shirts, which I love Sully shirts. so to Sullys, and also you know the uh, Patriots have tampering charges filed by the Jets, saying that they tampered with their Revis due to Robert Kraft's comments, you know, it seems like the Jets and Patriots, they just ha- it's good that they have this rivalry, you know, keep things alive, but you gotta point out, the quarterbacks in the AFCs. none of them has, have as many playoff touchdowns from last year as Tom Brady and Julian Edelman, so people are concerned about how the Patriots are gonna do next season, come on Pats fans, don't worry, we're gonna have a good season, I, We're off, I think it's a Guarantee basically that we are going to win the AFC East. We're going to make the playoffs. You know, there's been lots of moves, but you gotta understand you got Tom Brady, you still have Julian Edelman, Rob Gronkowski. That there's your offense. You still got LeGarrette Blunt. You got most of your offensive line. Defense, that's a little bit of a question mark. You lost a good chunk of your secondary. You right now your secondary is in Malcolm Butler, Alphonso Denard, Kyle Arrington. You know it's not great, but that's where the draft's made for. We are getting Mayo back. We may have lost Wolfwork, but we got some good guys up front with Rob Ninkovich and Chandler Jones. But I definitely think that the Patriots have a good season. And you know the Patriots also signed Travaris to get Travaris Cadet from the New Orleans Saints free agent. And I think um well he could be a good kicker turn, you know, guy who can maybe help out on unfair down. But again, the Pats, Pats fans, don't worry. We're going to have a good season. And, you know, I think we're going to have another AFC East Championship. And I think we're going to go for another run through Super Bowl. Because this is New England. We always win. That's just how we do. Alright, and that's it for this edition of the Beantown Sports Podcast. You can go listen to us on SoundCloud at sound- www.soundcloud.com slash Beantown Sports. You know, listen to the podcast, comment, like, like our podcast, and just let us know how we're doing. You know, go on iTunes, you can subscribe and review our podcast. Just search Beantown Sports. And also follow me on Twitter, my personal Twitter, at Bad underscore Minton. And also follow the podcast at at Beantown underscore Pod. See you guys.